Welcome to Growing Places, a podcast about all things economic development right here in the Sioux Metro. Growing Places is brought to you by the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance and our supporters. Welcome back to Growing Places, your regional roundup sharing the stories of economic development in the Sioux Metro. I'm Miranda Basie, and today we're celebrating some big things happening in the Lenox area. And we have a crew in the podcast studio today. We had to make some room. We had to cram some chairs in here. First, Nate Vanderplatz, City Administrator of Lenox. Most requested repeat guest <laughs> on the Growing Places podcast, Nate. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be back uh, for my second uh, podcast episode here with SMGA. We had to work really hard to get you on the schedule. You are just, you know, you're you're a hot commodity. Right, right. <laughs> Highly requested on many, many events uh, throughout the Sioux Metro area. And we have some folks with us today that you've been working really closely with for the exciting announcement that was just in the news, the groundbreaking for, I'm not going to spoil it yet because we haven't introduced our guests yet, but you've been working really close with them. So Paul Johnson is a landowner and also works in some subspecialty of dentistry. That's a fun combination, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I'm a periodontist here in, in Sioux Falls. Um, and I, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm still trying to convince, tell my mom what I exactly do. Um, but a lot of times she'll ask me, well, what, do you, do you do crowns? Like, no, mom, still haven't done, done one in about 10 years. So <laughs> we'll get there maybe someday. That's in dental but, school. Yeah, that's in dental school. Uh, no. So, but thank you for having me. Yeah. Great to be here. We're excited. You have been a huge part of the groundbreaking yeah. And so we can't, I don't think, wait anymore to introduce <laughs> who might be the man of the hour, Chris DeHaan, the owner and operator of Southeast South Dakota Rough Sawn Lumber. And the Lennox Lumber Company. And the Lennox Lumber Company. Yes, we are actually branching from just doing the uh, the hardwood uh, sawmill business into a full-size lumber yard as well. So you got, you got just a few things going on. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to add. Gentlemen, I'm thrilled to have you here today. And just the, the the conversation that we've been having before we started recording, you guys have a really strong working relationship. You have a lot of fun. We, and do, we those, do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> those things seem to go hand in hand. So maybe, Nate, tell us what the ceremon- ceremonial groundbreaking was all about and why why we gathered together. Well, you know, this was the culmination of about a year's worth of work um, for me and probably, I don't know, probably nine months or so that that you've been involved, Paul. And yep. Chris, we've been talking for well over a year about yep. uh, getting you into Linux. Um, so this is this is just a great opportunity to showcase, um, you know, the growth that's happening in Linux, uh, but also uh, the fact that we have mm-hmm. business, businesses that want to be there and have worked very hard. Uh, to be a part of the community. Uh, and, you know, Chris, from the start, had said, I want to be in the Lenox city limits. Um, you know, the, the challenge is always finding that land. Uh, so uh, for me, it represented, I, I, I put a post on last week after you announced the groundbreaking. I said, I wish I would have kept track of the number of hours that I spent on this because uh, between uh, the conversations that Chris and I have had, uh, meeting with Paul and his wife Molly last fall for the first time and the conversations since, um, uh, I just wish I would have had a way to keep track of that because it, it's a lot of work to get something like this going. And I think all that work makes getting to milestones like this just that much sweeter. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
Chris, you wanted to be in the city limits. You wanted to be part of the Lennox community. Where does that desire come from? It's home. It's home for us. You know, me and my wife, we uh, we uh, moved out there about 10 years ago and uh, started the business up eight years ago. And, you know, and the big thing about it is, is we, you know, there's so much that the community gives out. Um, we need to give back. And being within the city limits allows us to uh, to assist in the growth. And, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. We want to be there for them because we know that they'll be there for us. Yeah. Ooh. I love that. And when, you know, when you're spending time in Lenox, it has that feel, right? It, it very much has that small time charm yet. You know, we, we were just reading through the community guide and there's some strong baseball roots there. The municipal band. Oldest municipal band in South Dakota. So it, there's some fun things going on in Lenox, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of our folks might not always think of Lenox. And so it's, so much fun for me today to kind of hear about this story of the perfect collaboration. And Paul's over there nodding his head. So we've got, you know, our one of our city leaders here that's like, yes, pro Lennox. We got to, you know, we got to get businesses and we, we are so excited about this growth. We've got a business owner who wants to expand inside the city limits. We've got to put a place to put them. Like we ought to find a place to put them. And that's where you come in. Yeah. How did that happen? How'd you get acquainted? I, so my, bless my wife. Um, she's kind of always embraced my eccentricities as I guess I would call them. Um, we met at SDSU and I kind of floated the idea of dental school. And um, I moved down to Lincoln with half a U-Haul trailer full of stuff. And, and then I kind of debated on you know, going to dental school. And then soon enough, I became graduated dental school. And then I enrolled in three more years of school. <laughs> um, and she kind of just was by my side and kind of encouraged me to to do that. And then during school, I, I kind of got into some small business stuff where I was developing a surgical headlights and I would talk about stuff. And she a lot of times would just say, well, stop talking about it and just do it. And so now I kind of I really hold that close yeah. to heart, and I think to her chagrin, like I actually, I, I do a lot of that. Like I, I, if I see an opportunity that needs to happen, like I met Chris and kind of floated the idea of, well, maybe this, this guy, he needs land. Like I, I met him at his sawmill, and I was doing some, some woodworking, and Chris kept talking about, you know, it'd be great to expand. I have so many opportunities in Lenox, and, and I thought we need to make this happen. Like we need to, this can, this can be a good thing for the community. It's a good project for me because I'm, I'm always wanting to do something. Yeah. And, um, and like Nate said, it's just one of those things like it, everything has lined up. Um, you look back at how things kind of can start with just an idea. And now here we are on a podcast I and know. yeah, big stuff. I so. like it. Big stuff on a podcast. <laughs> Growing places, big stuff. Yeah. So, Chris, going back to you and you think about, okay, well, there has to be a, a business plan or or a future for growth in the business to make an investment like this, not just in, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of a building and the operations and land, but also in that community, right? To say, hey, we're here to stay and we're going to continue investing. Would you share a little bit maybe about the background of the business and what led to saying we are ready for this next phase? Well, it all started eight years ago and uh, started in a, a three-stall garage. 
And then, uh, yeah, it didn't take long. What was it? About three years, we all grew that garage. We put up the showroom that we have now, and I thought, golf, 2,000 square feet will be good for for years to come. And, uh, boy, I was wrong yet again. And, uh, you know, the opportunity uh, kept on uh, uh, presenting itself in order to continue to for growth. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot of thinking over the years. I still, I still actually remember a story that um, when we moved to Lenox in um, – 2013, um, me and my wife did, I, I remember thinking about opening up a hardware store. Uh, just never did it. Uh, never had the, um, I don't know, just the risk factors, you know what I mean? It just, and now all of a sudden, you know, this opportunity for us now, it's just like, we, we have to move forward, you know what I mean? But we've also been, we've been really, truly blessed, you know, and, and, I, I really, I, I don't know. Like there's just, there's so many things that have been falling together that just keep pushing you in areas that you just got to follow them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I really think it's, it's in my opinion, I think it's God's calling for us. It really yeah. is. And, you know, it just seems like every time that we have a question, you know, you don't question the question. You just wait for the answer. And so far, it just it, it things happen, and they happen for a reason. Mm. It's just better off not to to question what the reasoning is. Oh, I love that goosebumps. You know, it it I've actually been talking a lot about you know confidence versus conviction. That's kind of been a, a conversation topic in circles of mine. And it sounds like to me, you've got a lot of conviction that this is the right next thing. And you're, and you're trusting that those pieces will fall into place. And clearly they did because we've got two other gentlemen here with us celebrating that success. And the cookies that I heard were really great <laughs> at the groundbreaking. <laughs> that was my that was my daughter. She actually lined that up without me even knowing about it. Okay. A great cook. Great chef. Yes. And, uh, does great work. She's she's amazing. It, that's the, the biggest thing about it too is, is the family support has just been amazing you know it's you know me and my wife and our kids and uh it, you know there it, it's fun to see that you know obviously you always expect your family to be there for you but it you know and you you, you have friends that'll be there for you but the things that 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 sometimes they pull the rabbit out of the hat if you want to say and how they go about things you know what i mean is just is quite amazing and even I still, I still get surprised on occasion. So you still get surprised. So what's the, maybe what's, what's the thing that surprised you the most about this whole process? That it's actually happening right now. I mean, it, 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 like Nate said, how many hours he had put into it, um, how many hours we put into it. We talked with Ryan Solberg, you know, with the LADC and same, same thing there, you know, we've been at it for, for a year and a half, maybe two years or whatever. We've really been kind of looking. Um, I have reached out, uh, Ryan has reached out to a lot of landowners. I know Nate has as well. And we were using other, other, uh, individuals as well in order to find this and, you know, at first, you know, the denial was uh, frustrating. And then. And when you say denial, you mean um, the roadblocks to getting a path forward? Correct. Okay. When somebody was, uh, you know, you, you go to them and you say, hey, we want to we want to expand in our town and we'd like to, uh, you know, buy a little ground from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, no, I'm sorry, it's not for sale. And it's like, okay, that's that's frustrating. But um with time, all answers, you know, come about. So yeah. uh, after a while, it just, it, it didn't phase me anymore. It was more the less, it was like, okay, that just, it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not 
frustration anymore. Now it's just, it wasn't right. It wasn't right. And then all of a sudden, like I said, the opportunity came about and, um, after the groundbreaking, I'm surprised how many text messages I got, you know, that night, uh, the following day was just crazy at work because the calls were coming in again. And, um, I think what's impressive to me when I, this is Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was impressive to me was when I first met Chris, um, just the power of just the small community. Um, I, you know, I just told him like, well, if you need ground, Chris, like it, let's let's do that together like i i can i don't have a lot of uh i don't have a lot to offer as far as a sawmill employee or anything like that but i can see the need i can see the passion and like let's let's work together and i bet it was a day before chris said yeah i know nate uh <laughs> we've got a lead on some land and uh, i was like wow that was quick yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here we go yeah we talk a lot in economic development about the the peaks and valleys and uh, we went through a lot of peaks and valleys on this. Um, here's a piece of land. We got the conversation going. And uh, the answer is no. We just can't come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, how about this one? So we got, we got ourselves to another peak and we're in another valley. And um, I think one of the things that keeps businesses like uh, Chris's going is the, the eternal optimism of, of the entrepreneur. And... Um, there have been dozens of opportunities for Chris to give up on this idea of expanding and being in Linux and he never did. Uh, and that's, that, that shows the kind of commitment he has, uh, to everything he does, but you know, commitment to Linux, commitment to a small community that, that he's made his home. Uh, and, uh, it, it's that I think is more than anything, what got us to the, to where we are today. And I, I'm, at this point, you know, we hit a peak this week, right? Yes. We're yes. celebrating. We hit a peak. <laughs> yes. So we, yes. we know that there's probably a valley coming. Yep. We don't know what that valley is going to be. Um, but, you know, my at, at this point for me, my 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 eyes are on the, the ribbon cutting. Mm -hmm. You know, I, that that's the next thing. It's not, um, well, I'm going to worry about this or I'm going to worry about this next step. Yeah, we, we will cross those bridges. We will find ways to solve those problems, whatever they might be. You know, Nate, as you're kind of talking through that and that process, you've done you've done a lot of this. You've worked with a lot of businesses. You've you've put a lot of things in place right in the community. So when you think about this experience, you think about working with Chris, you think about working with Paul. What are some things you talked about optimism being one of them? But what are some things in attributes that you've seen in them or the way that they've approached this process that really helped move it forward that maybe other business owners or landowners or people in a situation to try to make something happen that's so impactful to the community like this could learn from? Well, definitely the optimism and the the, the eye on the prize. You know, there's always been a, an end goal in mind uh, for both Paul and Chris. And, uh, you know, we're not there yet either, right? This is just a groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's still an end goal that has to be met. Uh, but I, I think making sure that you're open to possibilities, you don't um, box yourself in. I think that was uh, a big one here. Um, you know, there, there were discussions on uh, where exactly do, do you want to be, right? And you, you had ideas on where you wanted to be, definitely, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, and the more we talked about those, the um, more we realized, I think, that we were kind of boxing ourselves in. And, um, you know, if, if there's other opportunities and other possibilities, um, 
you know, go, go through that pro and con, you know, what, what, what's the, what's the downside of this location? What's the upside? Uh, and that, that happens to every, every property. There's good things and bad things about every property, whether it's location or utilities or access or whatever it might be. Um, but I, I, the other side of this, I think is don't let, um, don't let the nose keep you from saying yes. Right. I mean, that, that, that's the big thing. Uh, don't, there's going to be a lot of nose. Yep. When it, com- when, it com- when it comes to these projects, uh, and, and there's going to be more no's yet. Um, but, but the answer for, for us as, as people that want to make this happen is still yes. And Chris, you're over here, not in your head and, you know, really on board with this. And before we get there, I want to pause a minute and Paul, you, you do a lot of things, you know, and, and you are in a lot of different industries and, you know, you, for lack of better phrasing, you got your hands in a lot of cookie jars. I feel like I do sometimes. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, we all need people like that in our life. And what the reason that I bring that up is you have an expansive set of exposures and experiences. And as you've walked through this process and learned yeah. about lumber and, and custom milling <laughs> um, and, and learned maybe about the inner workings of Lenox City Administration, what are some things that stand out to you as a business person, you know, as an investor, as a landowner, the, you know, those hats that you have yeah. about this project that you, that we could highlight that maybe could be replicated or or learned from regardless of the business right. in other, you know, in, in other efforts? Um, when I graduated from residency, so um, four years of dental school, three years of, of perio residency, I I wanted I knew I wanted to own my business. I knew how valuable having my own autonomy would be, um, managing my own business, being the the um, master of my own destiny. And so I knew going into Sioux Falls or just South Dakota in general that that was something I really wanted. That was my top priority. And I think I saw that in Chris. I could relate. I could see like, this is a man that has been grinding um, for eight years and and making a go of just this, this small sawmill. And along the way, I had tremendous amounts of help. Um, I had a gentleman that invested in me. Um, not only like I had emotional support, I had all these things that were helping me get through it. And I think the, uh, the faith that people were putting in me to make a go of my, of my periodontal practice was huge. And so I, I just, in a sense, I wanted to really pay it forward to someone that I could see had this ambition and, and this drive to succeed. And he had all the right skills. Um, he just didn't have all the tools that he needed to gain that success. And I didn't either starting out. So I'm so glad that you said pay it forward because those were the exact words that I'm yeah. just thinking in my brain is like if I yeah. could sum that up. That's I, I, I've been gifted a lot of things and I, I don't think necessarily that I was given all of these gifts because I earned them, but yeah. because of the grace of other people and, um, and I feel like I, I owe that at least and um, yeah. kind of approach that with my business and my patients and um, my, my kids and yeah. And it's not always easy to receive, right? When, when somebody wants to pay it forward and they want to give, we have to be in the right mindset, have the right, you know, the right heart to receive. And Chris, I'm so excited to hear about how as this unfolds, 
because we've got work to do. As Nate mentioned, he's got his eyes on the ribbon cutting, his eyes on the prize to receive the encouragement and the investment in you, your business and the community as a whole. So how does that translate into the energy that you carry when you wake up every morning to go to work or the decisions that you're making for your business? I mean, there's a lot that has to be done yet, but yeah, we're, there's a lot of focus in it. It's, you know, in order to keep things rolling, you know, and, and yeah, I agree with Nate with the ribbon cutting, you know, it'd be nice to get, you know, we'll, we'll get there, you know, and, and yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean, we're, 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 we're working on different things in order to get further and further down the line. It's just that there's a lot of obstacles along the way. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think when I first came in, when I first met you two years ago, um, it just impressed me so much that you had this garage that you built (laughs) as your showroom and it was beautiful. Like you just, you carved out this nice little niche. You've, you've gone to a capacity where I think the only option is you, you just need more space. Like you, you say it every day. Every time I talk to you, yeah. Like well, I, that is very true. We are, we are, <laughs> we are out of space. You know, that's 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 part of our, our our problem with our growth right now. You know, but the biggest thing is, is uh, and I know Paul, you can very much, uh, you know, you remind me of this uh, often, and is is one thing I, you know, I've learned a lot with the the no's and the yeses and the maybes and and the obstacles we've run into. The biggest thing that I've always, I, I still struggle with is. Patience. Um, <laughs> Said every entrepreneur ever. Yeah, right. yes. I, I, I would never suggest that, Chris. Well, and, and you know, I don't know that it's going. I hope it gets easier. You know what I mean? As, but I think I think once the 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 first pole goes in the ground, you know what I'm saying, and and it starts to show its form, and and that's not just going to excite myself. That's going to excite you know Paul. It's going to excite the city. It's going to excite everybody. You know, it's 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 not my future. It's our future. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, it allows us to, you know, for our community, you know what I mean? No more having to, to um, you know, drive 15 miles or whatever to go get, you know, material. Uh, the opportunity is right there. And, you know, the great thing is, is their support uh, to our business is a support to our community. I mean, you're talking a win-win, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. a little, I was a little concerned. Chris would just take that shovel at the groundbreaking ceremony yeah. and just start digging the foundation. <laughs> start doing I, was I, going, I was going to, uh-huh. but we can get you better equipment. Than yeah, that. yeah. I the sho- the shovels were, were claimed right away, so yeah. I couldn't. So I mean, so there's a lot that has to get done. Can you just really briefly walk us through, you know, what's going to happen between now and that official ribbon cutting when your new facility is open for business? Well, I think right now, I think we're waiting on the plotting of the ground and different things like that. Um, uh, utilities, we're, we're waiting on a few. Um, we're working closely with uh, a civil engineer and yep. he's creating a subdivision and uh, met with some builders and... Yep have the plans all drawn out it's just a matter of uh hurry up and wait at this point yeah and getting um oh yeah getting the getting everything kind of just everything check marked and going through the process of a big big hurdle was um working with the um we worked with the wetland engineer 
And he basically, we wanted to make sure that we weren't going to be building on any wetland habitat and mm-hmm. having headaches down the road that mm-hmm. we could have yep. avoided earlier on. And um, and that's where Chris is like, what do you mean we just can't break ground? <laughs> like, what do you mean we can't? And I, there, there, there's a lot of learning. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of learning. And the, the biggest thing is, is to anybody else that ever wants to to step into a category, you know, for their own business, there's a lot of ri- uh, risks. There's a lot of rewards. But the biggest thing is, is the best part is the learning. You know, I mean, that's we do that every day. And the reason why yeah. we go to our, our jobs generally is because of the fact that, you know, you know, you maintain that job and work at it for years and years and years because you're always learning something new, something different. Um, you know, I'm eight years into this business. It's the longest I've ever done it. And the learning of it, it it's not done. It, the fun thing is, is it's only just begun. And I love that because, like I said, it's. And I just, I just, I'm just, I'm excited. I yeah. just really, truly am excited. I know it's hard to keep you in your chair and in front of that microphone. Like you're just I know. bursting. I know. Well, I'm looking for a shovel. <laughs> There's one up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gold one. It might not be there later. So, so part of that excitement and part of, I think, um, you know, th- th- that lack of patience is perhaps you are expanding what you're offering to the community and you're outgrowing your existing space based on what you're currently doing, but you're also adding to it. It. So tell us a little bit about what, when all complete, the Lennox Lumber Company is going to be offering or doing. Well, basically, it'll be it'll be a full size, you know, lumber yard. And, you know, the biggest thing that we're running into right now is we are are actively um, already in the lumber yard business. Uh, we do have some material. Um, we've been working with wholesalers, you know, in the uh, in the Midwest. Uh, the biggest thing is is we're ordering, uh, basically ordering it as customers need it. Um, is and that's not the way that I, I I prefer to do things. I like to have inventory in stock, uh, but. Do Due to circumstances, when we're we're very limited, uh, very limited on on our square footage. I think right now, um, I want to say we're close to maybe four thousand um, uh, square feet, maybe. Uh, but once we get done with the new facility, we'll be jumping from four thousand. Uh, well, my my showroom's two thousand, and then we have another two thousand square feet for the 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 milling operation. But by the time we're done, the the showroom will be four thousand alone, and then there'll be another building that's another nine thousand square feet, and so we will have room. And the good thing is, is you know, with that is is we'll have inventory. We'll mm-hmm. we won't have to say to people, well, we can get it. Right. You know, or whatever, you know, those things, it's, it's going to be readily available. Um, you know, it's just like me, you know, well, Chris, when did you want to be into this property yesterday? <laughs> and it's, yeah. it, it's, it's sometimes how it works, you know, and sometimes customers, you know I mean? If they, if they're looking for a product, you know, you know, and it's like, well, when do you right. need it? And yesterday and, <laughs> and it, I totally get it. And we are trying everything and, and I'm not afraid to put in the work. Um, you know, and I'm not afraid to put in the time. I'm not afraid of, there's nothing really that I'm afraid of at this point. Um, the support is just unreal. You know, like I said, if, 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 if there was, if there was reason to be, you know, concerned, you know, would I be doing it? Probably not. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't. Um, but due to the support from, like, like I said, from the city has been, and not not the city city staff. You know what I mean? Uh, the city, the people of the city of Lenox, um, surrounding communities have actually been, you know, reaching out to us as well already, asking what we carry, what our plans are. Um, so I know that it was definitely something that was needed, and uh, you know, I'm 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 excited to. Uh, 
get started in it. Yeah. Nate, I'm, you know, I'm watching you as, as we're listening to Paul and Chris, you know, talk kind of back and forth about this process and this project and the, you, you kind of sit back with this like quiet pride or excitement and, and it's fun to feel that, you know, as Chris is just so excited and just chomping at the bit to move forward. And, you know, you, you've done, I'm also so- making mental notes. Of, <laughs> like, we're waiting on this plan. We got to do that. Yeah. Uh, he he didn't take this. a pen off the table. There might be. <laughs> so, so that, that energy, that excitement in and of itself is a gift, right? You know, to yeah, you and, and to city leaders as, you, as you're making this happen in the community. What does the significance of this facility, both in its size and its nature, but then also in Chris's leadership and his desire to pay things forward to the community, yeah. what does that mean to Lennox? Big picture. I think in terms of, you know, what, what Chris and Paul are doing here uh, and taking a risk, uh, you know, financially with, with this business is um, it, it shows people that we all have doubts about what we're doing and how we're doing it and why we're doing it. Uh, it doesn't keep the, it doesn't necessarily keep you from taking action. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think seeing a business like this move into Lennox, expand in Lennox, uh, and make it uh, their their long term home. Um, that sends a signal uh, to the community uh, that they're committed, but also to other businesses that hey, there's something going on here. There's something happening in Lennox, and uh, I, I think it needs to. I think it needs to be on your radar. Um, you know, for the community as a whole, uh, you know, we've got a huge uh, housing project going on right now. Uh, you know, we're we're probably a third of the way full. We, we think phase two is going to start construction this year, uh, and so we'll have more streets and water and sewer going in. Uh, and to be able to have lumber uh, nearby uh, is, is just, I, I can't tell you how big that is for, for uh, a construction company. Yeah. You know, we, we've, we finished our basement last year, uh, last fall, and I mean, if I would have had the ability to get all my two-by-fours and everything I needed in Lennox, that I... I It would have been awesome. I even think about, you know, when you're putting up a housing development and the materials are needed at a large scale. Yes. You add transportation costs on top of that. I mean, those things rack up pretty quickly. Absolutely. And make, you know, make a housing investment balloon. Yep. And so the idea of being able to, one, reduce those costs, but to keep more of that money in the Lennox business community. community. Yep. Sounds Chris over here like yes yeah. yes yep. you know and the you know the the obvious benefit for the city is is, is public tax revenue right. so that, that's yeah. what we look at and it's not so much a property tax revenue um, you know there are in fact that we have a property tax abatement program for businesses that start but it's more of a sales tax revenue and mm-hmm. we we've seen sales tax when I when I started in Lenox it's been almost five years now you know our our annual sales tax in um, in 2018 was maybe $600,000 total, which is not huge for a, a town our size. Uh, now, we've grown a lot in those three years, on um, those five years. In the last three years, we've grown almost 300 people uh, in a town of what was 2,400, give yep. or take. And um, we've seen an incredible shift happen in our local economy. Uh, you know, this year we'll hit um, well over a million dollars on our local sales tax. You know, we, we've seen it grow almost 50 percent or almost double, I should say, in, in five years. Um, that That's huge. 
You, yeah. You're saying that almost nonchalantly, and my eyes are like opening wide. <laughs> it's just one. I mean, we've we've been watching it, and there are certain things that have happened. You know, the state has introduced uh, the, the remote sellers sales tax, so that helps obviously. Uh, but that's not where all this is coming from. It's not all Amazon. Uh, it's people shopping at Sunshine and Ace, and uh, you know, a, a new uh, restaurant in town, and, and those kinds of things. That that's how these things yeah. happen, uh, and every. Every bit, every dollar that we pull in in sales tax is a dollar that we don't have to rely on in property tax. Mm-hmm. And, and so we've, we've consistently reduced uh, property tax rates over the last five years as well in an effort to bring those down so that they're more competitive with the local area. So, so before we get to one of our favorite parts of the podcast where we talk about hidden gems, so this is your cue to start thinking about those if you haven't. I mean, one more question that I have for you is that there, there are a lot of various programs and projects going on in Lenox that I don't know most people are aware of. But one of the things that you know we've been talking a lot about in the office here at SMGA is your home improvement incentive program mm-hmm. and you know reopening that up because it was so popular. And I know that there are other projects going on. What can you share with us that we could look forward to seeing kind of play out in Lenox in the near future? Um, boy. <laughs> or things you're working on that maybe yeah. you can drum up some excitement for us. No, there's, there's just so much there. I mean, the, the things that we work on, you know, we're, we're trying to start a Citizens Academy, a Lenox Citizens Academy, uh, where folks have an opportunity to learn more about their community and how it works and how, how projects like this come together, uh, what emergency medical services look like in a town like this, um, how police works, you know, just getting an opportunity for people to learn more about their community. Uh, we've got a new Mexican restaurant that's going to be locating uh, in Lenox, hopefully opening sometime late this summer. We've got um, an incredible amount of public works projects going on uh, that are improving our infrastructure for the future and making sure you know, we're, we're making a big investment in the public health and safety of the community by improving water and sewer mains. Um, there's a new event center you know, going up just outside of town. Uh, you know, Dirt's been moving on that for, for a few weeks now. Um, yeah. Yeah, what else am I missing? Gosh, there's, <laughs> oh, there's, there's so there, much. There, there the, really the, has the, been. the new housing development is just going gangbusters. We've, you know, uh, in the first four years I was in Lenox, I can count on one hand the number of homes that were built. Yeah. And uh, oh. this this development was actually the first meeting I took the first week of my that I came to Lenox. Uh, met with uh, the developer and a few folks from LADC to talk about, you know, this housing project. And, uh, you know, to see that come to fruition uh, in, in more ways than one, because we're living in it now, um, it, it's just been really exciting. You know, and we've had uh, 55 homes built in the last year and a half. Wow. Um, we've got, I don't know, probably 15 new permits this year. Uh, so even even with a slower construction year, we're we're almost keeping pace with last year's um, construction value numbers in, in residential. So wow, yeah, there's been a lot of new growth, a lot of new businesses, and yeah, we're not the city's not done yet either, though. We're, no, we're we're really no. we're really developing very very well. We're we're you know I I've noticed you know we're with the maintenance of the streets, uh, you know, and everything being you know. Um, there's a lot of energy here. You know, the, I think there's a lot of excitement about what's going on in Lenox. And you talk about, you know, streets and sewer and water. And they're not sexy projects. But, man, they are. But they need to be done. They are that's very, what very pays important. it forward, yep. right? Yep. yep. 
I'm sorry, but I got to say, like, I'm a kid of the 90s. I played SimCity. Like, those are the things <laughs> yeah. that were the most important. <laughs> <laughs> if Paul wasn't a dentist, he was going to be an engineer. Or a planner. Everybody knows. Those are the first things He's very excited that you're working with a wetlands engineer. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Like, oh, Tell me more about this. This is yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, Where I'm sorry. We might have ran out of time. From. <laughs> Paul's going to get to work, and here he's going to be downloading SimCity now. Oh, my goodness. Well, put your phone down. Just, oh. I just consult with Nate. I'm like, oh, gosh. I he was an awesome SimCity player. So, for folks that maybe want to take a drive through, you know, have a tour of what's going on in Linux, they're going to visit the hidden gems you guys are going to talk about here in just a minute. Give us real quick um, where... Are we going to find Lennox in proximity to the Sioux Metro? Uh, 15 minutes. I always say it's 15 minutes from Shields. Um, so uh, and That's I, an I say that landmark. because I've got family <laughs> in Sioux Falls that live further away from Shields than I do. Oh, um, and yeah. you know, I, I think it's really important for folks to know in the Sioux Metro that you know, Lennox is not a long drive away. No, it's not. Um, th- this is, you know, a lot of people commute to Lennox uh, for work from Sioux Falls and to Sioux Falls from Lennox for work. Um, you know, basically you're, you're going south from Sioux Falls 10 minutes and taking a right off the interstate. It, it, it's very simple to get there. So uh, we always say ex- exit 68 or exit 64. Uh, you'll find your way to Lennox. Perfect. So, Chris, we're finding our way to Lennox. What's your favorite hidden gem that folks need to stop by in the area? Oh, boy. I gave you time to think. This you, is you it. Did, you did. <laughs> but how, how can you narrow it to one place? You I'm going to really jump mean? in and just say, okay, go for it. you know, I, it, about two years ago, I was looking for really nice high-end hardwoods. And I found the Southeast South Dakota Rough Sawn Lumber Company, and just saying that would be that would be worth dropping in. Like I was really genuinely impressed. Chris has a a great assortment of exotic hardwoods, and um, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of his walnut. So <laughs> I think we've all actually got Chris's walnut in our houses at yep. this point. Well, one thing I about feel it, left out. I need to get we, some. We can make walnut. something happen. Well, you just just check out our Facebook page. You know what I mean? We have we have over ten thousand followers, all basically localized. Your establishment, all the lumber that you offer, your millwork is a hidden gem. Maybe. Absolutely. Jury's still out because we've got ten thousand followers in Facebook. <laughs> Nate, where are we stopping? You gotta stop at Chuck's. Chuck's, Chuck's Drive-In, south side of town, uh, right across the street from Dollar General at 44 and Main, Highway 44 and Main Street. Uh, so local um, local business put this place up. It's it's changed hand. The building itself has changed hands several times over my tenure in Lenox. Yep. Uh, but this is their third summer? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I Nate, you, you, you're right. That yeah. is... <laughs> So that I, is, I that is the place to stop before we move. Oh gosh, the cyclone! It's the cyclone. It, it's it's their version of the the Dairy Queen blizzard, but okay. it's it's better. They uh, they put far more filling in theirs than any other does, and yeah. uh, it, it, it's just it's just awesome. I mean, you, and their ice cream machines I can't always work. What night was it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Monday, Monday night, I had we had the groundbreaking at five. I had planning and zoning at six, and I had city council meeting at seven. So by mm-hmm. eight, I was. Feeling a little hungry. And uh, my wife was on her way back from the store. Stopped, saw me on Main Street talking to somebody and said, hey, do you want dinner from, you want a burger from Chuck's Quick? It's like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so grabbed me a little wimpy burger, some cheese curds, and uh, a chocolate malt. burger. Is that what it's actually called? The wimpy burger is, uh, it's called wimpy because there's just not a whole lot to it. 
Uh, and and uh, it, it implies that the eater is a bit of a wimp for not eating more of a burger. Your words, not mine. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, and, and, and he's only speaking for himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> they also have the grizzly. They, uh, they've got they've got such an, an my amazing. My go-to there is the BLT. I mean, if if I'm having a quick lunch, I'll just go through the drive-through, grab a BLT, and and, and that's and, and and I I love Chuck's. I'm but I'm excited to to have the Mexican restaurant yeah, coming in. Absolutely. Um, you know, but like like with anything, you know, not to interrupt Nate here, but these businesses only succeed based on their customer base. Yeah. So as long as they stay focused in on their customers and what their customers want and, you know, keep them happy, you know, which I, you know, let me, let me think of a complaint. I don't have a complaint. Chuck's is just downright amazing. So with that being said, you know, you just got to find those things that, you know, your customers want. Yeah. It's got everything a small town. I mean, yeah. I think of all the, I, I travel South Dakota a lot for, for hunting, fishing, and, and just for pleasure, Biz, business, right? Business trips. Yeah, that too. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's business. Uh, and, you know, every town I, I stop in, they've, they've got a Legion bar. We've got a great Legion bar in town. Yep. Uh, they've got a, a drive-in. We've got that. Um, you know, the, the real differentiating factor for us is we're, we're a part of that Sioux metro area. Yeah. And we get to experience... Um, all the benefits of being close to the biggest city in the state, but still being our own community. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, I really appreciate your time today. I'm excited to see the Lennox Lumber Company, Rough Sound Lumber, continue to grow, evolve, open the doors to your large new facility. And Paul, just thank you for your continued investment in business owners, for paying forward the gifts and experiences that you've received so that we can continue to have stories like Chris's and continue to give me interesting projects to work on. Well, thank you for having us. <laughs> no shortage. Thank you for having us. This yes, is, yes. This is fun. Absolutely. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Growing Places. We hope you tune in again next time for another story about the people, places, and businesses that make the Sioux Metro the place to call home. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Growing Places. Visit us online at SiouxMetro.com and follow us on social media at Sue Metro. And always leave things better than the way you found them.